Hi, welcome to the Insights podcast series from Axel. The aim of the series is to share with first-time entrepreneurs some insights on the journey ahead of them. Over the course of the next few months, we will have conversations with some of the successful founders from the Indian startup ecosystem on their startup journey. Today, it's a pleasure to broadcast live from the Blackbuck offices where I have Rajesh Yabaji, co-founder and CEO of Blackbuck, one of the fastest growing companies in India in the space of intercity logistics. Welcome to the podcast, Rajesh. Thanks, Anand. Really happy to do this. Awesome. Let's start out with your story. Why don't you talk a little bit about your background? So, uh, Anand, uh, I I come from a family. Father was in defense services. I was uh, born in uh, Siliguri, and I was born in the army base hospital. <laughs> and uh, uh, born there uh, born and brought up across you know across the country actually right mostly in the north uh, after uh, siliguri it was bareilly after bareilly it was jammu jammu it was ganganagar after ganganagar it was hyderabad and uh, i have uh, you know three siblings uh, we are four of us i have three sisters and uh, uh, you know i'm the uh, the youngest of all uh and we hail from a place called uh, shrigakulam in uh, the in this in the, in the state of andhra which is about close to 120 kilometers north of vishakhapatnam and uh, parents are right now settled in uh, hyderabad uh and as uh, my my entire schooling happened across the series of army schools across all these places and uh, you know while i was actually uh, stepping into my 11th the entire construct was in the family with the south indian family it was always about that there should be one doctor in the family and engineer etc so i was actually picking up a medical stream right because my sister had tried to actually become uh, a doctor and uh, she actually did not uh, cl- you know clear that particular entrance exam so it was more like a dream that can you you know can we have someone from the family but my parents did not allow that and then it was more like what do we do right so if i'm going to pick up engineering what should i pick up at that time i did not even actually have have heard about iits and then we were picking up uh, the engineer the math stream and then uh, it was all about that okay which coaching should you do right and then it was more like okay he's got decent 10th class numbers so you should do the you know any of the best coachings so i just joined in iit coaching so that's how it was more very unaware beginnings right and uh, and i think uh, my for my for our parents uh, you know it's always has been about children's education right uh, i think that's how uh, most of the uh, most most of us in this era are coming from right where from middle class backgrounds where parents for parents it was nothing but kids education and their only assets are four of us and four of our educations and uh, i was lucky to get through je in the first year right and uh, took up metallurgy uh and during the entire uh, you know journey at iit khadakpur i mean iit khadakpur is something the, the the context which i miss about iit khadakpur is the happening life i think there i tried out some 20 different things right in sports i played like mongus anything right from i was i used to play i was in at a intraall level in basketball i used to do pole vault right i practiced hockey i used to play football i used to do dramatics i did choreography i did art design so like everything and anything you could just go to right you know at uh, iit and uh, back there it was not clear what i really wanted to do right so metallurgy so anything you picked up can we do better at that right so i did a research and done did not really feel that i was made up for the research kind of a field third year hence shifted gears 
started reading operations because I because I was very uh, you know passionate about things around uh, uh, you know leadership you know managing large teams and then knew that operations is that area where typically you know on a shop floor you have like 2,000 people whom you have to you know champion and uh, you know manage production etc. Then I went into a went went for Rio Tinto Alcan uh, for my internship did an operations intern. Uh, liked it, but felt depth is too much. Breadth is not there, right? Uh, then I was like, and then I, then I, but operation was great for me. Then I started reading about it more. Discovered the field like supply chain, which has more breadth. Operation is a part of it, right? Then I fourth year I tried for an internship in supply chain, right? Did a supply chain intern with a company called Schindler's Elevators. Lifts and elevators. You would see so many Schindler lifts and elevators everywhere. I did a supply chain strategy intern. Right? Phenomenal. Right? I decided that, boss, this is the place where I have to start my career and see what happens. Because everything is broken. That company, I went as an intern. I completely changed the supply chain of a particular product line. And changed it in a way that the cost reduced by 20%. Damages reduced by about 70%. Right? Because I used to have so many damages. Damages in the way the supply chain of these products were structured. So, great opportunities were available. And uh, that's where I think uh, the the person who interviewed me back at ITC, uh, it was actually right person, right place, right time. Everything came together. I got a supply chain role at ITC. Was posted into a place which did not have supply chain, and uh, yeah, that's how it all started, and that's how logistics happened to me, and uh, that's how Blackbird got founded. That's very helpful. Maybe one follow up on that. Did you have? Did you have any entrepreneurs in your family, or? Or did you have entrepreneurship as a plan uh, when you started out? So my dream job when I was at ITC hitting hard uh, was to be a chief operating officer as early as possible. So I never dreamt of, because I thought I'm not a CEO material. I used to, I, I knew I was great at operations, right? And uh, this was something which, uh, you know, this is one story in reflection, it's so, it's so is, uh, it feels very good, right? So I was, uh, so Mr. Shiv Kumar, who's the founder of Ichopal, I had actually once uh, gone to receive him at the airport uh, because he was visiting Guntur uh, to our office. And uh, while on the way back, after I was, you know, accompanying him, he asked me a question, right? What do you want to do in life, right? So I said, uh, you know, I want to be the I want to be the chief operating officer of a large company, and I really want to run operations. He's like, yeah, that's good. That's more like a milestone. What do you what do you what is that you want to achieve, right? What is that hidden outcome? So then I said, okay, how what I want to do? Then I told him that if if let's say my uh, photo comes in Forbes, where I'm radically changing this industry, right? The logistics industry of India, right? That's how I want to aspire. And if that comes below 30, then it's it's an outcome for me. Uh, and yes, yeah, last year we came in Forbes. Forbes 30 yes, under 30, exactly, congratulations. Yeah, then, yeah, then I actually had pinged him and told him that, uh, you know, I think uh, it's... So yeah, coming back to your question, Anand, uh, I think uh, no entrepreneurs in family. Uh, the view was always to be able to do something really big, something really large, right? With that, we would all, all, always start it. And really wanted to have a story attached to my life, which essentially, you know, I could you know, sort of recite and tell, right? And so, and, and a large story, right? 
very clear and large story large impact right leaving a mark kind of a aspect was there always and i always thought very clearly that i'm not a, you know i knew about i am a little self aware i know that i'm not that creative so i was very clear that there's going to be always a, a plan where there's going to be somebody who's going to say that we need to do this and i'll jump in along with him as a co-founder and i can i can really do the ceo to him right so this is how i used to think till i founded blackpack right and there was hence there was in the founding team was there was no aspiration from a ceo perspective as well right and uh, but yes here we are <laughs> great that's super helpful thank you we'll focus today on the founding story of blackpack the early days i want you to go back in time a few years focusing on the founding team early team members and the market opportunity those are the three areas we'll cover for today sure on so why don't we start with what is blackbuck for those few who don't know that uh so uh, logistics you know as an opportunity is uh, is is quite quite large and logistics is a field which is which stands today as one of the largest uh, unorganized sectors not only true for india but true globally and uh, you know in logistics there are lot of various components trucking is one of the major components and 6 6 percentage 6 to 7 percentage points of trucking uh, of the gdp right is is the market size of trucking and in that what blackbuck does is we are essentially solving the problem for the fleet owner to be able to run his truck as efficiently as possible we are solving the problem we are solving the problems for the shippers to essentially transport their goods as seamlessly as possible and all of this is being possible by bringing the entire offline network of trucking right online and making information available at the right time to the right parties and ensure that efficiencies are added for everybody so in 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 to summarize what we do we are a trucking company point to point we move full truck loads for a large shippers like unilever coca cola godrej and on the other side uh, and also we serve the small and medium enterprises as well on the other side on the supply side we have truck owners with average ownership between 3 and 5 on the platform who take these loads and ply got it if i were to oversimplify it it's ola for trucking yeah yes okay <laughs> just consumer uh, terms or uh, for the consumers to, here correct just to uh, draw more parallels because the way the business is internally from outside of course right oversimplification of this is ola for trucks uh, it's also the ads exchange equivalent for trucking got it because the way the nature of nature of entities uh, interact in terms of the type of transactions the nature of transaction it more cl- is closer towards the ad exchange got it than the uh, ola for trucking great so we'll go more into that in a bit so but let's first start with your story as well as the founding story because most of the people listening today we we are aiming it at first time founders think of you yourself 3 4 years back who are starting out on this journey who are figuring figuring out what's the right market opportunity to go after and how do i start this how do i get a uh, co-founder how do i get co-founders how do i find the first team okay so to set the context will be great to hear your story maybe a little bit of your background where you grew up where you studied how, and before starting blackpot what were you doing uh i think uh, you know anand the question which you are asking is actually very relevant and very important uh, you know from the perspective of 
building a company building an everlasting company right i think that's that's what entrepreneurs strive for and actually to if if i have to just oversimplify and get to those two root things which you know worked really well for us as blackbuck is i think a uh, as you rightly said the founding team right mm-hmm. i think uh, you know i think all three of us who came together it's it's been phenomenal and i think what really enabled that uh, journey ahead right a journey which which we are embarking right now we are through the thick of it is that i think we all came together for the right motivations and the at a very aligned purpose right so uh and also i think all of all of this sort of you know if we stitch together you know actually a lot of things came together for us uh, uh, because of many contexts so in linking this to my story i was uh, i'm a graduate of iit kharagpur 2010 uh, worked for 5 years uh, with an fmcg company itc with itc uh, i was essentially working in in the leaf tobacco business where uh, i was heading the supply chain towards the end the for for us the story of doing trucking was not uh, similar to the story of travis when he was walking in paris those late nights it was actually being part of this industry right i was uh, managing logistics we used to move like close to about 1000 truckloads every day the issues in transportation the kind of economic issues you know the entities used to face and we as shippers those issues right all of all of this in small fa- you know forms and formats we have we had did that back at it see right simple things in terms of how do you really increase the utilization of trucks which would enable cost reduction for shippers and also give more premium to the players who are operating right in the market i think this we had established before and all three of us uh, actually came together because of itc so uh, my co-founder uh, my i have two co-founders the younger one chanakya he is a graduate of it kharagpur 2013 the relationship uh, we share and how it started how how we knew each other was uh, 2011 when i was uh, at the thick of action at itc uh, chanakya was my first intern ever right and so essentially we both shared a relationship of have being the first boss and him being the first team member for me and uh, that relationship really grew into a founding relationship right and i was very clear that if i got to do something ever in future i think uh, you know it's going to be chanakya with whom i will be building this and at the same time while i was doing a lot of things in supply chain at idc uh, we had engaged consultants on the consulting side there was subhu who's my another co-founder he comes with vast vast years of experience cross industry experience of logistics understanding of how trucking happens not only let's say fmcg you know uh, companies but metals paints chemicals right so that brings in huge amount of industry experience as well and we both had actually worked together in close to about five to six projects right and he was reading the mandate on the other side while i was doing it for itc so i think uh, so we were we all were connected through logistics and we all were professionally connected and this is something which i think i realized over a period of time that uh, and i have seen other founding teams uh, co-entrepreneur teams as well i think you know being friends and working together are two different aspects when you work together right from a you know working you know perspective from a working ethos perspective the experience you have and the you know information you have about that particular person is very different than knowing personally you might really not know your cousin from a working perspective mm-hmm. but you would know your your peer uh, you know or a team member or your boss from how you know how does he exemplify at workplace right and i think that is really important and to actually put together really uh, frankly subhu and chanakya i got to know them pers- as a person personally later after founding right 
but i used to more know them as professionals right and what are the work ethics etc much before and also i think what was really important the passion they used to exemplify as well towards the field right so and when i was discussing this idea with both of them i think uh, it was loud clear that anything in this industry uh, if it can be cracked you know any kind of a team which can be put together i think we three were you know were very confident that it, you know we three coming together would be a phenomenal team so i think the starting uh, journey was all about three of us sort of coming together and i think my my yardstick there was quite high right in terms of you know uh, you know being with people uh, who who can exemplify enough and higher passion uh, and both these co-founders when i was essentially pitching to them and working you know trying to say that we should partner together at that point in time i used to rate you know now as well i rate both of them to be better than me right i think because i think that's been the ethos of the team and today when actually i have the leadership team which exemplifies as a founding team right that's i think the ethos that we have actually gone ahead if you actually look at blackbuck website you will see that there are people who have joined in the entire journey of blackbuck who are lot lot notch notches and better than the founding team right i think that's been the story till now for us and this has helped us scale right and uh, i think this has helped us get to where we are wow that's extremely insightful you touched upon a few things i want to go deeper about into right first is experience versus relationship or the skills versus relationship you said you know new york co-founders better as professionals and relationship uh, we see founders sometimes picking friends over skills your thoughts on that that's one the second maybe i'll list out and then we'll sure. go to each of those the second aspect is passion mm. you hit upon that three four times um we see entrepreneurs coming and pitching ideas but why is fashion, passion important i'd love to hear your perspective then maybe a little bit about how do you split roles as early founding team you said three founders how did you split the roles and responsibilities and then finally you talked about hiring better people than yourself right we'll we'll take one at a time any of these uh, we can start with passion why is that important see i think uh, the and the passion is actually an outcome of something passion is an outcome of motivation of what you're doing right uh, motivation to start up motivation to get on a journey motivation to get on a mission has to be i think it has people need to get it right and if let's say somebody is saying that if their motivation to start up is to become their own boss then i think they are actually set up for a huge downward spiral because for me ownership back at itc ownership at blackpuck nothing changed for me i think there were days where i used to probably slog and uh, you know i probably had more productive more you know effective work days back at itc right rather than than at blackpuck because i think ownership level for me was always same I, i i don't care about whether you know what is ownership i have in this company versus that right i think that's how i'm built naturally and also i think people around me are like that and thanks to my uh, first boss right sanjeev rangras i think uh, that's that's why he he instilled those things and those things continue so i don't think uh, so i think motivation why you trying to do this right and uh, it's really important getting that straight out of the head you know for people uh, is important and i think if people get good mentors in their early stage when they start up getting those aspects right and it need not it cannot be get you know you cannot get this right by discussion it has to be more innate and that essentially drives your you know passion then essentially what may or you know whatsoever come you will if your if your motivation towards your journey is true and correct that exemplifies in passion right uh, in, in the passion with which you essentially execute those things so and that among the founding team it can't be if let's say you're sitting on a board the three people rowing the boat 
and uh, if let's say those three people are rowing the boat with a very different frequency right the boat will only turn in uh, circles it will not go ahead right so that's really important and uh, though these all are quite philosophical statements but you can see those happening when you have uh, teams with different passions and different frequencies on one particular area and then the work doesn't happen because of these reasons right so i think that's really uh, important uh, second question anand i think you uh, asked before the, the passion uh, yeah. before moving on from passion you're also a customer yeah of the product you're currently building you're building a marketplace of trucks and you were buying those trucks on the other side how important was that uh, in developing conviction and motivation around this particular problem so it was actually uh, it was important from a perspective of really being passionate about it because it it really showed the issues in this industry it really showed that anything you touch will turn into a gold in this industry because of the there's so many opportunities i think uh, making me realize that you know being in that role was really important uh but not but actually i being a shipper created a bias in my mind to build this business model because i was too shipper centric when i started the entire business right so uh, i would say that uh, being being in in touch with the industry before understanding the pain points and really having a feel for this industry was important but really doing the role of that shipper there was really not i think very ideal for me so i think if i would have ever more unbiased mm-hmm. i would have probably built the business in a very different manner than what it is today right and that's actually quite good as well right and uh, and, and of course right as in the entrepreneurial journey you you know you keep uh, chartering out uh, in various territories you understand a lot of things and you keep uh, turning twisting pivoting as a business model you will get there but then yes right i think uh, being a being a shipper more from perspective of being in touch with the industry and knowing the industry was more uh, helpful and beneficial uh, than actually being a shipper that that's helpful and then going on to your team dynamics yeah. the co-founders you picked them for specific skills versus relationship and how did you split the responsibilities in the early days and maybe related to that where is the buck stop is there a hierarchy among you how yeah. do you like these multiple questions that will yeah. take it yeah. one at a time so the way uh, you know the way we when we actually were coming together right uh, uh i think uh, uh, to be very selfish right uh, i think the reason i really wanted to always okay chanakya was that he used to compliment me from a skill sets perspective right the kind of depth he can get into things right the kind of ways he can execute right so he's been like uh, i think with only semesters he's been 9.5 pluses right so i respect that right but that was not that <laughs> right and uh, i think the kind of depth he can get into things right is phenomenal and uh, his uh, so uh, so chanakya was logically the guy uh, the go to guy for things after i was essentially uh, transitioning into a, a business head role back at itc so uh, there there were a lot of other people with higher seniority than chanakya right but he emerged as a number 2 for me there right and uh, given that those days were also so busy for me most of the meetings between chanakya and me used to typically happen after 10 up to early morning of 3 2 3 right so and and the point was not that the entire day we were not in touch entire day we were working together but there were so many double clicks we need to do and sit we used to only find time post right and that entire work ethic that passion to do things that last mile detail right i think all those aspects were something which i re- because and as a combination it was really great when we did those things together 
so that that's the reason why actually you know i wanted to found things with chanakya because uh, i knew that uh, together it's going to be a great journey right on the other side uh, subhu comes with a subhu comes with the entire uh, industry knowledge right so subhu has subhu has consulted every uh, subhu has consulted every large company in india right uh, he, would, he would have worked with them he would understand those dynamics right for a business in the b2b spectrum it's really important to really you know know all of these right beyond this right he was actually a very good uh, friend right because i think we used to discuss over deals etc but i think offline there was a huge amount of uh, engagement which we used to have we used to exchange things on logistics we should we used to discuss interpersonal relationships right blah blah all of those right so i think uh, uh, so with both of them outside the room it was great friendship right inside it was cutthroat professional because there was a lot of projects which subhu was bidding for and i did not give him right and i told him this is where you are weak right at the end of the day your organization is weak in this area and i did not give right and because i'm very clear from my professional mandate perspective so i think uh, the the calls were very clear that were actually adding up complementary skills either it from a you know native capability perspective because subu brings in a very different uh, skill set from a you know people management perspective right uh, and has seen building built up of companies and from a prof- and chanakya brings in a very different native capability of really going into the depth etc right at the same time Uh, both of them professionally have had also different experiences right so i think uh, i've looked for huge complementary skills i looked for huge number of synergies i looked for a very cohesive team and i think beyond all i was very clear that the reason you are in it right has to be same right for three of us i think for three of us uh, actually uh, this also you know narrows down into the way we also split responsibilities and split the company also between us right so we three come from very three different diverse backgrounds right so comes a large experience chalega comes with about 2 years of experience when he started the company we split equally because we did not believe in anything else other than equal because we all are in it for together now we all will build it let's be equal and on the equity on the equity equity being equal was much more decided much more before the responsibilities mm-hmm. <laughs> right so the responsibilities when we started the business subu needed some more time to join the business so when we actually hit off right uh we did not really structure everything out so we actually structured it more as product tech as one piece and business as one piece we did not inside business say ops marketing sales all that we did not say right and uh, so chanakya actually when we started started off you know getting the entire work done through you know the developers started building the product roadmap as more of the product tech guy right and i was more the business guy right uh, going to the market sitting you know working with the customers pitching etc right so that's how we split the responsibilities between both and it was quite evident that when sort of subhu comes in he's going to completely lead the entire customer led mandate because he has large amount of information there right so i think uh, and 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 what more important was that given technology is not was not the core forte you know from a chanakya perspective we brought in a very very early in the journey we brought in a leader who could head engineering and chanakya essentially moved into operations because that became a very large piece in the organization to run and being in trucking operations is one of our core areas to manage so i think it was quite organic the way we split our responsibilities based on our strengths and uh, based on what what i think each of us could do really better be the you know be the best at uh, it that's how we started and now it's very different right because i think change is constant every 6 months we've been uh, changing our org structures and uh, yeah i think the the core theme is was important that being passionate it and uh, really adding to each other right in tough times and great times i think i think was really important in founding this team got it and how about uh, splitting ties did you guys figure out who's going to be ceo and where does the buck stop 
see i think uh, uh, you know i think it was quite natural right in terms of as I, as i mentioning to you that the skill sets in terms of being complementary and the competencies which people are bringing on to the table i think uh, that was it was it was quite clear right i think uh, all three of us uh, sort of went ahead and uh, you know sort of chose that i, sh- I should be the ceo right and that's how it got it so even though subo was much older than you you guys had that dis- discussion explicitly and decided yes we had the discussion explicitly in terms of uh, you know let's say uh, from 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 a, a skill sets perspective from where the person's responsibility now is more critical and who could do better right what we just aligned that and we eventually we organically evolved into those roles over a period of time so best part was that there was we didn't actually uh, declare who the ceo was. was you know up to a point in time it actually naturally evolved into that particular construct and we flew into that okay. so there was there was i think uh, th- that's again brings back to the context of the motivation of doing it right i think the motivation was not from a designation perspective of anyone motivation was to really go in and crack this industry and uh, and then i think uh, in the uh, in the organization the way uh, anand uh, sort of i run it is that i'm never a tie breaker even let's say today the leadership of the organization is much beyond the founding team i am never a tie breaker i hate being a tie breaker and i hate my leaders to make me the tie breaker so the, i think the expectation is very clear i think i don't remember in the last one year i have not resolved even a single tie so i think tie breaker is not the way we also run today right so so i think uh, every leader is uh, has has his own area is very clear on that clear on the strategic alignment and uh, he would take a call and if let's say it's going to be go up, you know here or there i think we'll just uh, go in and solve for it over a period of time but there are no actually tie breakers Got we, we so yeah from your perspective for those founders in a similar role how do they decide who should be the ceo according to you what are the things they should think about see i think uh, someone who is uh, who who's able to really empathize and think through the use case of the problem statement right uh, essentially uh, to whom that particular problem statement solving is coming very naturally right uh, and is super passionate about getting there right as in the person if the person in the team who is able to empathize and think through the problem statement right completely you don't he he really does not need anyone's additional assistance in uh, formulating that particular problem and the passion and uh, passion and energy is so infinite right that getting to that goal is going to be you know he's going to glide to that goal with that passion energy i think in that team right i think that person should be the ceo got it so that's and, at and a all very the, high level so yeah. maybe double clicking on that a little bit more <laughs> how about uh, ability to we talked about in with shaker in an earlier thing about the ability to story tell to sell yeah. the vision and things like that and then yeah. there are roles which are internal facing to the company and there are roles that are uh both internal and external like if you frame it in that context any yeah. any so and the i think this i will put it probably more in retrospection like okay. so today when people meet me and people yeah. who who let's say knew me two and a half three years back right even my co-founders themselves right when they give me feedback right they actually give me a feedback that actually i have scaled multiple times what i was before and what i am now right mm-hmm. so i think if the again going back motivation being right and the guy who solving the use case you know that particular problem statement that being right is able to formulate and the passion and energy being right right rest everything actually develops 
over a period of time definitely there there should be some native uh, capabilities which should be above a bar of like you know 7 or 8 beyond that you know accentuating those capabilities to 9 and 10 happens right is what i feel right as in if those three native ingredients of passion energy and being able to independently formulate and being able to without without any need for a vision from someone else right being able to formulate the particular problem right uh i think uh, yeah in beat external internal i think as a as a ceo you get pushed to various corners and you develop those uh, those different ways and means of doing those things right and i think uh, uh you you make yourself scale fast rather than saying that you will scale automatically no you because the guy has so much of passion towards gliding into that success right uh, for the company and also see the journey becomes quite uh, i mean the the entire journey of ceo being quite uh, you know ceo ship is being sort of glamorous etc what actually happens is that you you build a large ship you let's say partner with 100 great people and you are actually signing them up for this shared dream and you you essentially commit to them so many aspects right then there is no way you don't scale into the position and deliver right and and and, and essentially the the capabilities automatically accentuate because you push yourself that hard to get there right so i think uh, beyond a 7 on 8 tick off on some of these which are mandatory requirements rest everything i think accentuate with the context which the ceo passes through got it be double clicking again on one more thing you talked about growing as a ceo right so uh, how do you learn how do you grow like when you look back yeah. what have been the key tools that you used or any thoughts on that so i think uh, growing as an individual i think uh, nobody can take away the first part which is the context i think enough if you try to do enough and more you will be pushed into many different contexts right so let's say the same journey which blackbuck has done in 2 years we could have very well relaxed and be there in 5 years right it would have exactly exemplified the way i have scaled because it was it essentially would be like my dream is the cap of where blackbuck can grow right and uh, yeah so i think first and foremost is the number of contexts you try to thrive in and you are pushing you know uh, how hard you are pushing towards your your dream right uh, the dream of of blackbird right i think that's that's i think the first and foremost and the large share of how a uh, how i have actually learned in the last 2 and a half years right the second aspect is that there are a lot of scenarios you face are first time scenarios right and uh, and also uh, that and and one of the really you know fortunate things has happened to me is that i've been able to get a lot of mentors around who have seen this journey right uh, entrepreneurs who have built companies are in mature states of the companies or have sold companies right i've been able to go in and check in with them and uh, typically the problems you are facing will be unique but then there will be a precedence for that right and typically you brainstorm and i have gained a lot out of it right because they not only help you think through let's say how to they will not be able to help help you think through how to solve it they'll make you aware about what all you know available tools would be there for it and how should you think about it right rather than giving you a solution because i think uh, solution you have to only figure out right i think th- and also they help you think through that in future you will also be facing abc more right that has really helped right and uh, 
third part is i think that uh, uh, my learning has been this is something which people uh, people should know is that my learning actually has been lot from the people who have been reporting to me so the bar for people who report to me is equal to that i actually should respect them so much that i can report to them so when that bar clears i learn a lot right so i actually don't have to go anywhere right internal to the company the people with whom i'm working i'm learning a lot from them right so uh, so essentially most of the leaders whom you hire they're generally functional leaders in each areas right and if you're really building some more competencies and learning things from them and then you're cross applying across you know, across the organization you also scale right so i think that's another part i think other areas which i'm trying to develop and not really great at is reading books right because i think i was not i should not read a lot before now i started at least i finish one to two books you know one book at least in two months or if i'm doing well i do one book in a month and that's helping me and uh, yeah i think the other things which are which have helped me scale over the last two and a half years great you talk you've been talking multiple times about hiring better and then the concept of hiring someone you would report into that's that's interesting and we've i've heard this elsewhere as well maybe talk a little bit more about that uh, first of all talk about your early team if you can reflect back the first fighter people was it important i'm assuming it's important what were the learnings from those hires which if you had to go back and do you would do differently yeah so uh i think uh, one thing which we did uh, you know answering all of these contexts one thing we did really well was that i think the first 50 people who typically are in the most important positions in the company today right we hired through networks right i think uh, the reason we had to network was a was that our entire recruitment structures were also not set up so we we were dependent on networks to hire it was not it was not that very conscious it was definitely a little con- we were conscious that if we hire through networks we'll get people who are more, whom we know who are from who are of the same dna right who uh, who who essentially share the dream as well right because they were knowing that we were starting up in this particular space and then when they knew that we were we were ready to uh, you know add more people to the core team members they were interested and excited as well so i think that really helped us build a very strong people platform to the company i think uh, uh, because we we did not have in the company yeah but so it's 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 very clear uh, see i think the dna of the company has been uh, very long term right uh, my objective always has been that if i'm going to you know uh, partner with someone uh, that person should retire from blackpack i have that philosophy right though i'm okay to you know t- you know let's say with that framework is what we recruit right definitely i think the journey is uh, will have a lot of ups and downs right and uh, so i think the first 50 people hiring through networks was one of the great things which worked out for the company and doing things differently from a recruitment perspective would be recruitment and team building perspective uh, i think uh, i think couple of senior leadership hires um should have done a little early 
right? As in, it's it actually work works both way because right now there is no sufficient meat in those particular roles, and when you are going in and hiring in senior leaders, they also question that is there sufficient work there? You know, am I required, etc. Which also is important to sell and uh, you know bring people on board. But I think a uh, couple of senior hires, if we could have you know done it well in time, it would have helped the company really well. uh and uh, i think ethos of hiring the uh, the kind of people to, to to create to you know keep that uniformity in the organization i think those things i think have done we have i think done well over the last 2 and a half years and uh, i think uh, i think uh, touchwood but last 2 and a half years uh, in the company at a uh, mid senior and above or even junior management and above I think there would not be more than, you know, more than number of people which I would not be able to count on only my one hand who would have left who would have left us voluntarily. Uh, most of them would be exits, right? And for context, a, how many employees do you have? We have about twelve hundred people right now, and uh, uh, of this, of course, the, the, there's this entire junior management, mid and senior, all of that put together would be close to about four hundred, four fifty, right? Rest are more operate operations oriented, uh, you know, folks. And in this, right, we can count on our fingers the number of people who would have left us voluntarily for uh, you know reasons like if they want to just not work, don't like, etc. And uh, most of the exits are only. forced exits so it's been we've had a good run there because i think we are very cautious about uh, recruitment and uh, i think the processes also the way we have set for recruitment are quite strong and we focused on uh, scaling processes very early on from people perspective because i think in within within 9 uh, months of launch we were close to about 700 600 700 people and uh, putting that show up uh, needs that level of uniformity and we need to really architecture that scale so putting in processes early on towards building organization really having you know trainings in place really having the kind of you know recruitment processes to hire uniformly in place even responsive processes to hire people in place because you you're doing large large amount of hiring so early on right so i think all those uh, are some of the things we did well in the first 2 and 1/2 years yeah. and what could be done better according to you? you said you mentioned one thing about hiring earlier yes anything else uh in terms of people no i think uh, uh, i think yeah in my on top of my mind i think that's the only one which is uh, coming coming in right now how about letting go of people uh, i think for first time founders yeah. that's also going to be an important one so letting go uh, we were uh, we were not we were not great till like 6 months first 6 months of the company and then of course right so the, the learning sessions for us are more mentorship sessions with people and uh, you know also i checked in with you on some of these particular uh, you know areas and i think yeah it took us 6 months to good, get you know become good at that because i think uh, there are people who are not startup oriented right? there are people who cannot work in ambiguous environments they can be really great at unilever but cannot be at blackbuck and this is in no way you know uh, putting their competency down or uh, their future down right i think all these are uh, sort of harsh truths which have to be discussed right and deliberated because the first time i let go someone off uh, i had a very bad week right i did that on a on a on a wednesday evening you know thursday friday saturday sunday were off for me right so because it's really difficult right and uh, uh, you know i come from a middle class background so a family background not having a job is very right but then at the same time it if, if it's affecting the organization we got to do it right and also it's not great for anyone right i think those things were not really really well for the well well all for the first 6 months 
Uh, and uh, after that, essentially, I think we learned it. We learned really objective ways to look at it, doing things, give people time, give people continuous feedback, right? And make people walk towards it. Typically, most of the exits today we have in the company are discussed two months back because they know it that this is the way it is going to work out because it's not, you know, every every metric is set, what they have to deliver is set, right? So, and, and a huge amount of feedback is given in such context. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so basically, I think for the first six months, we couldn't. After that, I think uh, we set all of these things right in place. Also, we hired uh, the head of HR quite early on, right? Uh, Shilpi joined us uh, in the month of uh, March, April. And uh, and I think, yeah, foundations of, uh, from people perspective are quite well set in the organization today. Got it. Great. So maybe one last question on the founding and team portion of it. Um, you also now mentor other teams, other founders, other startups. What are the common mistakes that you see uh, that founders make, uh, especially once you're mentoring or in general what you've observed, uh, anything we have missed also? So yeah, I think uh, pointing this back to that uh, aspect of motivation, I think uh, in 2000, I think 15, 16, a lot of my meetings which used to go, I was really not a fan of the kind of motivations I was starting up for. So I think uh, many of those guys have really not scaled as well right so i think that's really important right uh, you should as founders you should introspect while you're starting this journey for and if you really think that you know it does not even have that uh, uh, sufficient uh, meat to sustain for like six months two years five years right then you should not right uh, passion for the problem passion for the problem uh, passion for the problem the right motivation towards yeah. the problem right yeah. as in uh, why are you starting up right I think those are important uh, other aspects which I have seen is that people are taking uh, I think some of the entrepreneurs I've met are taking too much time I mean they're boiling the ocean right I think uh, most of these uh, entrepreneurs today I think the next breed of entrepreneurs, even myself, right? All of us have are coming with a very, you know, varied educational background, right? I think most of them have, most of some of them have pedigrees, right? Uh, and the the entire aspect is that they're essentially intellectualizing a lot, right? Uh, though it's very easy to say uh, fail fast, fail early, right? Uh, um, and you know, go in and keep trying it out in the market. I don't know why people are not doing it, right? I think they are taking too long to experiment. I think you should just hit along, right? Uh, there's no, there's no reason why you should not experiment. Just go in, jump in, do it. That's what you understand the market because market in your mind and the actual market is very different, right? I think there's a second thing, right? Move fast and break things. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think you are meant to do all of that, right? Yeah. As in, just keep doing, right? Yeah. And uh, third piece is. Uh, uh, before before really uh, you know this is again contradictory to the second point which I'm saying but before really saying that okay this is a space I've chosen this is a problem I've chosen right just do some basic math around it as in uh, why would this be successful how will you essentially if, if you're trying to say you're going to build a company around it right uh, I mean because all of us are not Mark Zuckerberg right all of us are not uh, like we don't I mean Mark Zuckerberg started off and he did not know how the platform will get monetized right so but a lot of business models in the in today's era are you know around areas which need monetizations probably in about two years three years perspective right as in so it's great to have an idea right I think doing a math doing the adoption math doing a little bit of unit economics adds makes it a little sound right to start up right uh, as in to build a company right uh, and because at the end of the day you're not doing this for fun right uh, so 
yeah i think these are some of the things which uh, i yeah i've been actually mentoring uh, certain people in terms of just looking at uh, these areas yeah great so uh, move fast and break things you said that's one thing and then have motivation passion for that space the right motivation right passion right, right. so and then uh, the third thing was uh, was i'm just losing track on the third one uh, third one doing doing some numbers economics got it right, uh, market numbers adoption numbers how would uh, what what would be the breadth of the adoption for this because at the end you're building a company right and uh, and don't run after money right yeah because uh, when you run it will not come right anand yeah <laughs> you, you you i think you you can talk about that yeah i mean because at the end of the day if somebody people are doing well and yeah. you know that these the team is great and uh, uh, the they're solving a great problem right you'll fund right yeah <laughs> so passion move fast adoption market size being very important and then don't don't run after money is some of the yeah because uh, if yeah. you run out of money you're not going to give money you know? <laughs> right <laughs> we'll discuss that in a different section <laughs> so but that's a that's a great uh, summary of uh, from, from the founding perspective that's yeah. a bunch of lessons so just to summarize passion for the space skills versus relationship right so um, relationship is important but hire your co-founders based on skills that they bring to the table which hopefully are complementary from you uh, from the core founder as well as people you can learn from okay. right and then the third one you talked about learning fast and and breaking things and learning fast also and then finally hiring people who are better than you right so that's uh, that's very important people you might want to report into is a statement you made we'd love to hear from the listeners on any other questions around founding or starting up in general that you would like us to cover through the startup podcast series from axel if so please do share it with us Thanks for listening and hope you join us back soon.